welcome to Healthy Perspectives with Jeremiah, a podcast that brings you current social and cultural issues through a clinical lens. You can find us on Apple, Spotify, Rumble, YouTube, all kinds of places to look for us. Please like and subscribe on any of them or all of them. We also love interacting with our audience, so join us on all the social platforms such as LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and many more. Hello, hello. Welcome back again. Thank you for joining us. Uh, We definitely appreciate that there are so many options out there and that for whatever reason, you're choosing us. Thanks for doing that. We hope that you enjoy these uh, informational opportunities, as well as some of them that are, you know, a little bit more edgy. Uh, Today is not going to be super edgy. It's going to be a little bit more on the educational side. So uh, sit tight. We're going to get going. Emotions. Emotions. Uh, I've done podcasts on emotions in the past. Uh, and uh, there's there's a lot of responsibility that I, I put on the person who's having an emotional reaction, an emotional response. But today I want to talk about our responsibilities when we encounter somebody who's having an emotion, an emotional response, emotional reaction, whatever you want to call it. And so we're going to talk about consent. Consent is, uh, you know what? Let's just get right into it. There is a video on YouTube and I'm going to post this link directly to this podcast. And it is probably the, I don't know, in my opinion, one of the best uh, videos out there in terms of consent that you might find uh, anywhere. I mean, it's, it's just really well done. It was copyrighted in 2015. So I can't show it here without getting direct permission. And I didn't want to go through the whole rigmarole of, uh, you know, contacting them and seeing if I could get permission to, to play it during my podcast. Although uh, it might be worth it in the future. And I, I might go ahead and, and, and do that anyway. But this video is really, really well done. Uh, it, it, what it does is it looks at sex and consent. And it, it uses the, the, the T uh, in order to say, you know, if you wouldn't require somebody to drink the tea that you offer, why would you require them to have sex just because you said, hey, I want to have sex with you? Um, and then it breaks it down and it breaks it down into the fundamentals. It talks about getting permission, respecting the yes, no, or the maybe, the change of mind. Uh, and if, if they do change their mind, that, you know, that's okay because they have the right to change their mind. Uh, and overall, it talks about creating safety, which is no different no matter how we're looking at consent, whether it is uh, emotional, uh, spiritual, it is, you know, if it's physical, like with sex, uh, if it's relational or environmental, consent is essentially the same thing. Now, what it looks like could be very, very different. And so that's part of the reason I'm going to link this video, because it does such a great job of explaining the physical uh, responsibility. But we need to then take that and look at the other areas. And for today, in order to be very concise and specific, I'm going to talk about emotional safety because it's super easy for us to dismiss other people's 
emotional safety. And it's still super unhealthy to do that. So we're going to focus on safety within communication when it comes to emotional responses and, and activity. So first, the rule, these are the rules. You don't have to like them. Just live them and you will live a better, more healthy uh, version of consent. It's that simple. You, you know, uh, memorize them, write them down, do whatever it is you've got to do. Because what we want to do here at Healthy Perspectives is help you understand. Now, is this a behavioral uh, you know, methodology? Of course it is. But sometimes until people understand the nuances, the theoretical approach behind it, uh, the reasons why it works. Sometimes we just need to know what works and start doing it. So it's a way of practicing until we reach perfection. Will we ever reach perfection? Nah, we won't. But let's practice doing the right ways until we get better. So that's what we're going to do. One, ask permission. What does that look like? Uh, typically what I do in therapy is I'll say, Hey, look, you want to have a hard conversation? Great. I love it. Invite the conversation. Say, Hey, I've got a hard conversation about this topic. Are you open to having a conversation with me about it right now? Because if they've had a really crappy day and we're saying, well, I want to talk to you about this topic. Yeah, we're setting it up for failure. We're not taking into account their emotional state. Now, there is this other aspect of avoidance. Uh, I just don't want to talk about that, maybe ever. Well, there's some topics that we could just never talk about and it's going to be just fine. There's other topics where that's not okay. And so we will have to come to a state, a place, but that might mean they need time, go get a therapist, process, and then come to the conversation prepared for it emotionally, physically, uh, you know, in terms of your, your relationship, maybe the relationship isn't ripe for that kind of conversation. We're not ready for that conversation in this relationship, whatever it might be, but we've got to get the uh, ourselves and the others into a place where there's an openness for the conversation. If they're not open, the conversation is a waste of time. It's, we're just not ready for it. And so, um, you know, we, we got to get ourselves to that position. So we ask permission. We respect when they say yes, because openness and we respect an open. Yes. Let's have this conversation with a gentle and a gentleness and a love and a care that says, wow, I'm really glad you have come to the table and are willing to have this hard conversation. If we just bring down the sledgehammer and just like crush them because they said they're open, what are the chances they're going to want to be open in the future? Slim. We don't want to do that. So when they say, yes, I'm open, we got to respect that level of openness with a gentleness and a love and a care. And always like my rule of thumb in groups is always come from a place of care. If you can't do that, don't talk about it. Don't, don't, don't participate in that portion of it yet. Wait until you can come from a place of care before you provide anybody else with some feedback. All right. Rule number two, as I was rule number three, respect the no. If they say no, 
I am not ready for that conversation. I cannot handle that conversation. I do not want that conversation. I may never want that conversation. We respect the no by not forcing the conversation. At that point, the conversation might actually change. It might be because it might be we go into this, what will it take for you to be ready for that conversation? That's a totally different conversation. Uh, we're not talking about the, the details and the nuances of that conversation, but what will it take to be ready for that conversation? That's a different conversation. And if they say, I don't know, say, can I come back to that question? The second part in say like two days, right? That's because I'm going to respect their initial no. And then the second one was actually a maybe. It wasn't a no, it wasn't a yes, it's a, I don't know. I got to think about that. So I'm going to give them space and time, which leads to the fourth rule, which is respect the maybe. If they say, I don't know, or oh, maybe we don't go into the conversation, right? A maybe isn't a, I'm going to go like the door is wide open. It's a, no, nah, the door's cracked, but be careful because I don't know what it means yet. And if I don't know what it means, I can't commit to it being a yes, even though I'm not a, a no. All right. And so what we would do in that situation, clarify the request. Okay. So let me just make sure we have an understanding of what I'm actually asking here. I'm asking if you know, there's something that I need to do in order to prepare so that you feel safe, comfortable, and ready for this conversation. Or it might be, do you need to go talk to somebody else about what it's going to take? Because truth be told, our closest relationships, sometimes we it's the hardest conversation for us to have. So maybe they need to talk to somebody else about what it's going to take to prepare for that conversation. Somebody who's an outsider, somebody who's less biased than me, right? Somebody who's going to maybe navigate the emotional uh, realm a little better than I could because I'm emotionally invested at a deeper, more nuanced level, say with my wife or my kids or, you know, my, my parents or, you know, so maybe they, they need to go get other information and then get prepared so that they can come back and have the conversation that's in that maybe category. And so we need to offer the space for them to, and this is going to lead into it changed their mind, which is rule number five. People might say, maybe turn it into a yes and then turn it into a no. Or they might say, maybe turn it into a no and then turn it into a yes, right? Like people change their mind with new information, new information. Uh, you've, you've heard me talk about that in the past. It, new information dictates a new response in many situations. My only request with it, if you're going to change your mind, be clear about what made you change your mind. For instance, if you didn't feel safe talking to me initially, but now you do, what is it about my presentation that shifted? Or what is it about your preparation that shifted that makes it a yes now? What that does is it frees me up uh, and frees you up uh, of the burden that we were carrying, which is, why wasn't this a yes before? Or why did this keep switching? 
right? When, when you can uh, describe, help me understand what changed for you, that's good for both of us. What that does is it develops our relationship. And by the way, those of you who have listened long enough, it is one of my pet peeves about politicians. It's they change their mind. Fine. I get it. New information. But what made you change your mind? So that I understand how you got from point A to point B. When you give me the how you got from point A to point B, I can get on board, even if I disagreed with you or if I disagree with you now. If I understand why you went from point A to point B, I can go, oh, well, that's, that's interesting information. And if you didn't have that before, that explains to me why you said this stupid thing. Or, hmm, I don't know that that would change my mind. But it's interesting how it changed yours. Now I have a better understanding of who you are, what you are, how you represent yourself and others around you, your party or whatever it is. So people have the right to change their minds. But when we change our minds, we got to be willing to do something. So if, for instance, if we go from a yes to a no, and this is when we're talking about consent, that's, that's the more typical progression. We were a yes, we became a no. It, it's, it's, it's unusual that we're going to get a lot of pushback when it was a no and it became a yes, right? We don't push back. We should still understand the change, but we're not going to typically push back on that because now we can have the conversation and that feels good, right? For both of us, usually. But we go from a yes to a no, that usually doesn't feel so good. And so in that part of the process, uh, explaining that transition, what we need to be able to do is know how to table a topic, which I've gone into that in the past, right? It's not that difficult. There's, there's only, I'm going to sidestep just a tiny bit for a second. There's really only a few rules here. Number one, be clear that we're tabling it, not ending it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not having this car. That's an end. Okay. That's not tabling it. Tabling a conversation, tabling a topic is when we say, hold on, time out. I need some space and some time to figure this out. And I'm willing to come back to the conversation. I'll come back to it. And here's what I think is a reasonable time frame for me to come back to the conversation. When people change their minds, if they did it like that, way more effective in terms of communication safety, in terms of emotional safety, way more effective. Hold on, time out. I'm feeling myself become somebody that I don't want to be. I, I want to take a time out here. I want to come back to this in an hour, right? That's a much better, much, much better approach. All right. Rule number six, anytime, anytime we identify repeating arguments, meaning I'm saying the same thing over and over. I may be using different words, but it's the same meaning. It's the same content. Anytime I recognize that, I have a responsibility when it comes to consent. This would be like in that video if you watch it, and I hope you do. Go watch it. It's amazing. It's when the person passes out, right? This is recognizing the passed out person because emotionally through communication, we pass out. 
Our prefrontal cortex shuts down. Those of you who followed me, you might remember some of that conversation. All right. Our prefrontal cortex shuts down and we just repeat the same argument over and over and over, but we're really not open. What we're really doing is saying no, even though we're not saying no. And if we continue to beat against that wall, we are not respecting the consent and the consent has shifted to no. They've passed out. They cannot, they cannot engage in a healthy way because they're repeating the same argument. And the same is true if we notice our own repeated arguments. If I repeat my own arguments over and over and over, there comes a point where I got to recognize, or maybe the other person needs to recognize that I am shut down. And if that's the case, we've got to take a time out and table the topic, come back to it later when we can fully engage. And so if we see the repeated argument, one or both of us is involved in, it doesn't matter. It, it just takes one to be involved in it. We have, our, we're offline, we're, we're unconscious. Even though we're fully conscious, we're not really fully conscious. We need to stop the discussion and return to it later. Okay. That's, I gave you six rules, believe it or not. That's really only, uh, let's see. One, two, three, one, two, three, four, four rules because, uh, rule number two, three, and four are a combined rule. It's a combined rule of yes, no, maybe. All right. But I broke it down for you today. All right. I wanted to make it very simple and helpful. All right. So if you want to have a hard conversation with somebody. Follow this outline and then let me know how it goes. Like I do this in therapy all the time. Well, not all the time, but often, like a lot of times. Almost all of my uh, you know, um, clients at some time or another during our, our working together go through a process similar to this or the same as this. Because consent when it comes to emotions, is just as important as consent when it comes to sex. Just as important as, as consent when it comes to respecting religion. Just as important as consent when it comes to relational safety. Right? It's an environmental safety. Right? Consent is everything. I'm not going to lock somebody in my office. That would be, I don't know, taking away consent. That, that's, that's a violation of their being and that's not okay. Just like having a conversation and communicating with somebody who's emotionally unprepared to handle the conversation is a violation of consent. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope this was helpful for those on, on YouTube and, and Rumble. I know you don't get my pre-show, post-show, uh, but follow us, like us, share us, get this information out there that we are helping people and that we want to give them tools in their tool belt. And then, uh, you know, go ahead and check out my, uh, my podcast, my, uh, audio podcast. There's uh, a, a lot of details in there that might be helpful. Thank you again for joining us. I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Take a look at the details of our podcast for links to our website and other helpful information.